Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tianli Zhiwei, a thousand miles. This is Estella, and this is our fifth episode for the show. Tianli Zhiwei was a quote from Mencius describing someone who was arrogant and didn't want to let anyone get within a thousand miles of him. But I want to bring everyone who is far away with me to learn fun Chinese idioms and where they come from. As always, we'll start from the very beginning of ancient China all the way until the modern era. I'll also introduce fun facts, interesting stories, and how native speakers use them in context. Are you ready? Let's get started with our fifth idiom, 因材施教 meaning teachers should tailor their teaching to individual students' various innate abilities. The background of the story is from the part of the spring and autumn period, which we learned from the previous episode, was when Sun vassals were starting to rebel against the emperor of the Zhou Dynasty. This was around the same time as the ancient Greek civilization, the Macedonian Empire, and ancient Roman Europe, Carthage, ancient Egypt in North Africa, and the Persian Empire in West Asia. So, in the spring and autumn period, those vassals all wanted to build their own states stronger for the purpose of overthrowing the Zhou Dynasty. Therefore, they recruited talented individuals to help them manage lands and people they ruled. Just like a company usually hires a great CEO to lead, you probably still remember Jiang Taigong from our second episode. He was the advisor who was hired by King Wen and later helped his son King Wu build the Zhou Dynasty. Now, I want to introduce you to the greatest Chinese philosopher, Confucius, someone whom we've all heard of and who was inspired by the Duke of Zhou and would later become the teacher for future generations. His theories and teachings on human nature, as well as interactions with his students, were all collected and formed the basis of Confucianism. In ancient China, only those who were born in the royal family or nobility at the top of the social hierarchy could have access to education. Confucius was not related to any of those from the top, but he was hired by many state leaders due to his unique teaching philosophy. And he also ignored the traditions of only rich kids getting educated. He taught everyone. This was the beginning of widespread education in ancient China. You might be wondering how his teaching spread to nearly everyone in such a spacious country like China when it took days or weeks to travel from one state to another. With no internet or mass media, and millennia before the printing press, he did teacher training. His students carried his methodologies and teachings with them in their travels. Zi Lu was one of his students, who later became a famous teacher in his own right. One day, asked Confucius, "Should I act immediately when a good idea comes to mind?" Confucius replied, "No, you should wait and think twice." If necessary, ask your father or brother for a second or even third opinion. Another day, one of his other students, Ran Yao, asked the same question to Confucius, but he replied absolutely differently. He said, "Just do it. Don't think." People were surprised and curious as to why Confucius gave totally different suggestions to two students who were asking the same question. He said. Zilu always does things impulsively without thinking, and invites trouble. But Ran Yao thinks too much, which hampers his ability and impedes his success. Thus, in Cai Shi Jiao means a teacher tailors their lessons to the students. So this is how the most eminent teacher in China taught and coached his students, and that was way back three thousand years ago. 
His approach to pedagogy was something that all good teachers should try to emulate. As a teacher myself for more than two decades, I of course admire Confucius as well. He was a true pioneer with visionary educational insights. Although he is known worldwide as a great teacher, he was an extremely competent administrator as well, and helped to manage those vassal states where he was employed. This goes to show that companies should hire good teachers and trainers in order to assist in the management of employees to ensure proficiency and competency. Now let's hear some examples of how to use it in Chinese. 因材施教这个成语在说一个老师应该要因为学生的个性特色学习方式跟资质来对每个学生有不同的教学方法。我们可以说，老师们因材施教。才可以让每一个学生发展自己的兴趣。还可以说，就算是兄弟姐妹，也都有不一样的个性。爸爸妈妈应该要因材施教。孔子在三千多年前就可以提出因材施教的教育想法，是不是很厉害呢？ A good teacher should always tailor their lessons to his or her students' individual aptitude, while considering their learning progress. Even parents should do the same. Every child is unique, and what works for one won't necessarily work for another. For example, my brother has a computational mindset, while I excel at linguistics. Individualized instruction means that more people can achieve success. By and large, you just can't expect a cat to perform the same tricks as a dog. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the story and get insight into how 因材施教 can be used in Chinese. The content was from legit references and scripted by MandarinX. Chinese. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more Chinese learning. See you next time. <laughs>